0: Doug, you all set up and ready for our Christmas special episode? I love Christmas, and I love podcasts, so this is great. It brings so my do two favorite things together. So you prepared a lot of Christmassy reviews? Yeah. Oh, man, this is going to be jam-packed with the uh, spirits of, of the holidays. All right, great. All right, shall we get going? Um, I don't see
1: what's stopping us. No one. Happy, happy, happy holidays. Do you know we have a very special guest today? Santa Claus? Uh, close. It's actually, uh, actor Donald Sutherland.
0: All right. Well, that's, that's as close to Santa Claus as you get. Yeah. Yeah.
1: He's, uh, he's here to talk about the project that he's going to be doing with us. You know, uh oh, cool. Donald Sutherland's Tales of Terror.
0: Ah, uh, yes. This has been in the works for quite a while. It's going to be a huge hit. Yep. For those of you that don't know. Uh, or
1: haven't read the trades yet. It's a uh, New York City uh, old VHS video store,
0: right? That you you sort of go down some steps uh-huh. to get into this old video store run by Sutherland, Donald yes. Sutherland, yeah. and his and uh, Kiefer works in the back. Yeah, he works in the in the room. Only adults
1: are allowed in. Yep, yep, yeah. And then uh, you go in there, and then Donald Sutherland regales you with a tale of terror.
0: Right. You go in there looking for Forrest Gump, and Donald Sutherland, you know, makes you aware that Forrest Gump is a bunch of bullshit. And then he (laughs) gives you a VHS tape with a tale of terror. (laughs) Yep. Yep. So I'm excited about that one. Donald Sutherland on the program.
1: This is huge. Uh, A lot of times when we have our big guests, they don't quite, they don't always show up.
0: Well, I think, yeah, I think we give them um, bad directions. And then sometimes they do come on, but they won't say anything. Right, because we had Ruffalo on, Yeah, but he didn't, he didn't say anything.
1: Yeah, he just didn't feel like talking. He was here.
0: You could hear him breathing, which was enough, honestly.
1: I mean, that's great. Yeah, he said, I'd rather be seen than heard. And we were like, we tried to explain right. to him it was a podcast.
0: You know what actor breathes a lot is uh, Damian Lewis from Homeland. Oh, yeah, he does a lot of nose breathing. Yeah, they just mi- they just put a tiny microphone up his nose, yeah. and that's all you He's hear a big, for the like entire dramatic episode.
1: Nose exhales. Yeah. Next week,
0: Damian Lewis on the podcast. Yeah, to to talk about his nose acting. <laughs>
1: okay, uh, it's method. time for the one Start podcast with Scott and Jeff in three, two, one. It's Toss wasage
0: Oh my gosh, you guys are in for such a Christmas treat. I hope you're standing under the mistletoe cuz you're going to want to kiss this podcast.
1: <laughs> Tell us the story of Christmas real quick.
0: Oh, okay. So um God uh-huh. uh yep. he he like impregnated this virgin lady. Yep. And then um uh, she was married to this guy Joseph, mm-hmm. and they when it was time to have the baby, they couldn't find a hospital or anything, so they had to like uh find shelter in this manger mm-hmm. and then and then they invited these three wise men from a long ways away. Yeah. I don't know why they were invited or how they got the invitation. I guess God sent them, and then they gave some shitty presents. Then this kid was born. I don't know what happened to this kid from the age of zero. I mean, we know what happened during his birth, but then you don't see him again until he's like in his thirties, right? He's like a washed-up child star. I mean, then he, he, makes a he could have been a real handful in those teen years. Could have been, you know.
1: Anyway, our guest is Christmas historian Doug Perkins.
0: Welcome to the podcast. Yeah, I majored in I majored in Christmas, minored in podcasting, so this is perfect for me. Yeah, uh, and I'm Kip. This is Doug. This is the uh, One Star Podcast with <laughs> Scott and Jeff. <laughs> Yeah, welcome.
1: Toss possessed, Toss possessed. Review all, you one star reviewers. Dick and Doug are Scott and Jeff. What happened to Scott and Jeff? They're definitely not buried in a basement. Toss possessed, Toss possessed. one star podcast with Scott and Jeff is not the best. All right, Doug, it is showtime. Ready to go? One star reviews. One star reviews.
0: We're reading one star reviews. Add the new theme song. This is the podcast where Kip and I read one star reviews and we review the reviews. Mm-hmm. And it's a hit. And to all, yeah, it's a huge hit, as our die stars uh, out there know. And um, it's going to be even huger uh, after this episode drops. You were suckas. telling me this. That- you were telling me that there's a new
1: nickname for our fans. They were they oh, were yeah. first they were the one star me, and then they kind of kind of switched and they became the die stars, the die star, the die hard one stars.
0: Yeah. Die stars. What do they, they call? Now them, we whatever? call our group of listeners. We call them the Dirty Dozen <laughs> because we get about twelve listens a week, <laughs> and uh, we appreciate every one of you. It, it means the, the world to us and it is the best present.
1: Yeah, I mean, at some point we get, could just start talking to them individually instead of talking I, to the listeners.
0: I think a good idea would be to, um, you know, write on a little piece of paper the name, the word Tosposage, okay? And uh, wrap it up in a big box and just give it to your friends and family. For oh, Christmas, in yeah. in lieu of a uh, different present, because we, I mean, in 2021, we're coming out screaming, and <laughs> and your family is going to be blown away by Toss Passage, the greatest gift you can ever give. And it'll last all year long. It's not like
1: one of those gifts you just you know enjoy for a yeah. day or so.
0: And the return policy is very lenient.
1: <laughs> okay, so Doug. Uh, yeah. A first segment of the show is called uh, "What You Got." It's a okay. special Christmas "What You Got." <laughs> okay, all right. Doug, what you got?
0: Well, nothing says Christmas to me like Panera Bread.
1: <laughs> okay, yeah, a lot of people go there in the cool, the cold winter months to get a hot soup of the day at Panera Bread.
0: That's right. That is right. And uh, you know. Oftentimes, what they'll do is they'll they'll give you a, you know they got the bread bowls mm-hmm. and they'll put the the soup in the bread bowls and the soup is just pure salt. It's just like <laughs> hot salt water. Yeah, uh, yep. Just That's like what Mom I think of I, it. Okay, Ed E um, went to the Panera Bread, I believe, in Marina Del Rey, and he gives it one star and says, when it comes to customer service and consumer satisfaction. This place absolutely sucks. My son and I went in there today, and he ordered and paid for a whole turkey apple sandwich. They brought him a BLT, so he sends it back and asks for what he paid for. The sandwich runner brings him back a half of a turkey apple sandwich. He explains that he paid for a whole turkey apple sandwich and would like his other half. She said she was sending the manager over and he comes to our table. (laughs) He asks, what's wrong? And we told him the same thing we told the sandwich runner. Uh And a female customer behind us turns around and tells him that the service here sucks ass and that (laughs) they always get the order wrong. The manager apologizes to us all and says he will take care of it. Only he's lying and couldn't care (laughs) less about making it right. We waited another 30 minutes for the other half of the sandwich that my son paid for, and it's not being provided. Finally, I go up to the sandwich-making station, and I ask why it's taking so long. The sandwich-maker has this dumb look on her face as she rolls her eyes and looks at the sandwich-runner. The sandwich-runner then says, the manager is going to talk to us. So I ask, where is he? (laughs) The sandwich-runner points in his direction and says, Back there This absolute ass clown is hiding behind the sandwich station and is hoping we would leave so that he can avoid dealing with the situation. I'm sure that's right. <laughs> then he finally comes out. This moron was literally kneeling down behind the side of the cabinet to avoid being seen. He asks, "What's the problem?" I'm like, bro, I've went over this with you and your staff like six times already. You know what the problem is." The sandwich maker throws up her hands and says she is not going to make the sandwich and doesn't have to. Suddenly, the girl who took our order shows (laughs) up and tells everyone that we are right about what we ordered and that they are all wrong for harassing us about it. She then yells at them, including her own manager, and asks why they aren't giving us the sandwich we ordered. The manager then says, okay, give them their other half. (laughs) <laughs> so the sandwich maker reaches under the counter and pulls out the other half of the what? sandwich. Just <laughs> hiding it.
1: it was made, and she's yeah. hiding the sandwich and throws it on the counter. No.
0: I say, "What the hell? The other half has been sitting back there this whole time for thirty fricking minutes. What the hell is wrong with you people?" This was, without a doubt, the worst customer service I've ever experienced. The worst
1: Christmas dinner I've ever
0: had. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Way to tie it back in. Panera Bread should be embarrassed of themselves for letting one of their franchises be ran like this. I would give zero stars if I could. This place sucks ass. And um, this was written in August of 2019, which is one of the months leading up to Christmas. (laughs)
1: it's funny that they made the whole sandwich like you when you order a half sandwich they don't make the whole sandwich and then cut it in half and only give you half
0: right right and they're
1: trying to save it for themselves to eat later maybe that's what they were doing duck down behind the counter there
0: oh that's the only explanation is that they wanted to sandwich or something they wanted to eat it because yeah otherwise they're not saving any money they either have to throw it away or serve it to somebody
1: so first they brought the wrong type of sandwich, right? They ordered first the they brought turkey. a BLT. Yeah, they ordered out to the, the turkey guy.
0: turkey apple sandwich.
1: Turkey apple, it's a weird sandwich, but sure. Um, <laughs> and they gave him the BLT, right? Half or yeah. full? BLT.
0: Oh, I, I think they brought him a full BLT and then a half turkey apple. <laughs> but I also love that it's. I could definitely picture the manager hiding out, but. <laughs> If you're not willing to like deal with a customer, <laughs> you're in the wrong business. Maybe I mean, they're all high. That's the other thing I think of. It's like maybe yeah. every you go to you go to some restaurants and you could tell everyone from the manager on down is just stoned out of their mind. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which yeah, I don't, you know. Day. Um I have one more Panera Panera bread one. This Panera is Christmas? from L- Oh, yeah. It's a yep. Christmas review. Okay. <clears throat> Oh, this one is from November 26th, so yeah, very Christmassy. That's, Mm -hmm. you know, right around when they start pumping the Christ music. Yeah. (laughs) This is from Luis A. of Montclair, California, and I love it when uh, uh, reviews start like this. He says, So I walk in. (laughs) That's That's the first sentence. So I walk in. Looking at the menu, debating what to get, since I've never been to Panera in the morning breakfast hours, and the sandwiches looked pretty appealing and appetizing, I walked to the counter and the cashier by the name of Donna helped me out. As I'm ordering, I asked her if the sandwiches were big and if I was going to get full, and she said that they were pretty big and that I would get full with one sandwich. Mm -hmm. In my head, I was like, they're probably as big as the whole sandwiches, such as the chicken frontega. So I ordered two, one for my coworker and one for me. Okay. After they were ready, I took a quick look at the sandwiches, and they were pretty freaking small. <laughs> it's like getting half of a chicken frontega or any other whole sandwich. Uh, furthermore, I went ahead and told Donna, excuse me, these sandwiches are pretty small. You lied to me and told me they were big. She got mad because I told her about it. Like, dude... Don't stand there and lie to the customers saying the sandwiches are big or a really (laughs) decent size. The breakfast sandwiches are way smaller. It's like you have to buy two to make up for a whole one. Never going there. They lie directly to your face. (laughs) (laughs) It's so extreme. This guy just calling out Donna. really, Really up to
1: interpretation whether or not a sandwich is big or not. I,
0: yeah, exactly.
1: I what? Who? What's he comparing it to?
0: Um. Uh. A chicken frontega sandwich from their normal operating hours. <laughs> so that's <laughs> okay. But uh, this guy, I think we could all agree, not in the Christmas spirit. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Be a little more forgiving, Luis, and uh, maybe you'll receive that big sandwich you've got yeah. your heart set yeah. on. You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh I'll I'll read a, a couple more. These are not from Panera Bread. I am switching okay. to a, right. a, a, a very Christmas themed review of the Dearly Departed Tours. Uh that's What's the that? Hollywood Van Tour where they take you around to where a bunch of people died.
1: Wow. Okay.
0: Yeah. Sort of like Santa goes around delivering gifts.
1: Sure, yeah. Very Christmassy.
0: They both go around to places. Uh-huh. Yeah. Both Santa and this tour. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, this is a tour. There's several different options. You could go on the Helter Skelter Tour, which is the Charles Manson themed one, mm-hmm. the True Crimes uh, Tour, which has like stops where the Black Dahlia murder. Um, took place and all that. And there's some like famous, and the one where like famous people died. That's a, okay. another tour. And Nicole M from San Diego gives this tour one star and says, I don't know where to begin. I guess by saying I wish I was dead. Wow. <laughs> Very disappointing. I was shocked that it had so many good reviews. We maybe talked about three dead celebrities. The rest was the Brian tour. Our driver. Sorry, Brian, but you must know that it's true. It was the longest, most boring three hours of my life. In the reviews, it said he has a big personality, but in his own words, he has ADHD. We learned about River Phoenix, Brian's siblings, Brian's mother and father, Brian's girlfriend and (laughs) ex-wife, Brian's photography, his views on music. Really, I know this review is brutal, but I'm pissed. I wrote this to feel better, but I'm still very angry. I had the best-tasting beer after this tour because it was alcohol. <laughs> Brian. Classic Brian.
1: That's a good, that would be a good, uh, for the Toss Passage one-star Hollywood tour, the uh, Life of Brian tour, where Brian just drives you around randomly
0: through Hollywoods and tells you
1: stories about his life.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I could, yeah, that would be a fun one star tour where it's just about us where we take we take them around to all the places that we've lived and uh the bars that we used to go start. to that are now closed and here's bar Pico it was once a, it was a Charles Bukowski theme bar for a while, and then um yeah, one star, okay, I have one more from that same company. Okay, great. The Dearly Departed. This is Jen E from Brooklyn, New York. And she gives it one star and says, We took the Dearly Departed tour on Monday, August 17th with Richard, the most bitter, smug man in all of Los Angeles.
1: Oh, Richard.
0: He spent excessive time showing us totally irrelevant celebrities. Sliced Alone's mom's house? Gunther <laughs> from Friends? <laughs> The girl from right? Little House on the Prairies Mom's wow. house? <laughs> wow. Who cares about these people and where they live? When he actually got to some macabre LA story, i.e. what we came on this tour. Are those people for, dead? Gunther from Friends? <laughs> no. It's just a regular, where, regular This is where Gunther from Friends year? is going to die <laughs> in in his home here where he's still actively alive.
1: Those are like the (laughs) celebrities that they only once they could find that were just in the regular yellow pages.
0: Right, right. (laughs) Uh, He merely touched on the stories of the macabre. There was no mention of the Wonderland murders, but we did find out where Adam Sandler's mom's condo was. (laughs) When he mentioned celebrities, Richard referred to them and their lives with utter contempt. We all were sure he had tried to be a director or actor and failed, and so now spent his time giving shitty tours where he could badmouth those who had succeeded. Particularly offensive was how he suggested certain individuals deserve to be murdered, given, <laughs> they, were, given they were rappers and all. Whoa! Yikes. <laughs> Do not take this tour. You're better off printing out a Wikipedia page about the murder stories you're interested in and trying to find them yourself. You'll learn more about it anyway. Unless you have a fascination with scene where Gunther from Friends lives, lame, I want my I, money back.
1: I gotta tell you, man, I think we should go on this tour.
0: It sounds hilarious. <laughs> I know. Imagine like how hard we'd be laughing on this tour. It did make me pretty excited for the tour, honestly. Like uh a lot of the reviews are about Brian, but knowing that you could also get this Richard fellow. Yeah, can you request Richard? <laughs> Yeah, I want to be pointed out these terrible ones. Uh, On the tour I took in a van, we're driving along Mulholland Mulholland Drive. You took took one? I can't remember what it was called. It was just like uh, one of those Hollywood celebrity tours. And um, the driver pointed it out. He said, one time we were driving along here and uh, we saw Drew Carey. And I thought it was Drew Carey's house, but no, he was just visiting someone at this house right here. <laughs> <And> it's like, <laughs> what? <laughs> but uh, the business owner, Scott M, um, had a reply to this last review I read. Okay. Okay. And he says, I stand by my product. You saw Jackie Stallone's house because it made getting from Michael Jackson's home to where Bugsy Siegel was killed a bit more interesting. Gunther's house was across the street from where Peter Duell committed suicide. You saw and heard in great detail where Rebecca Schaefer was murdered, the Manson murders, the Black Dahlia, the Menendez brothers, where George Burns died, Lucy, Sinatra, Frawley, Lugosi, Johnny Stampinato, etc., etc. Wonderland not included, can't include everything. We'd be going all day. Refund put through. Are these people, were they all
1: murdered or just they just could have died in their sleep?
0: Well, yeah, George Burns, I, I believe, yeah. lived quite a while. Oh, yeah, that old
1: George <laughs> Burns murder suicide.
0: We should do a tour where we point out where celebrities are going to die. <laughs> <laughs> and this is where uh, Matthew Perry is going to get murdered by us in six weeks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man
0: so that's uh that's it panera bread and dearly departed tours ho 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 <laughs> all right kip what you got
1: this is a review for elf on the shelf uh, do, do you know oh, what this right. is doug
0: i do know what elf on the shelf is
1: it's a newer thing right or i don't know how new i it wasn't around when i was a kid
0: I wrote a treatment for an elf in the shelf horror movie. Then it was roundly rejected.
1: I like it. That's not that's not dead. We can still make that. <laughs> uh, but the elf on the shelf um, is an elf that you put on your shelf, and then he you tell your kids that he's watching them at all times, so they yeah. have to be good for Santa. Right. Yeah, that's kind of messed up, isn't it? It is. You know who else <laughs> thought it was messed up. Gregory E. Gardner, who gave Elf on the Shelf one star and says, Elf on the Shelf indoctrinates kids into accepting mass surveillance, preparing them to live in a dystopian police state. Santa deserves better than this Stalin-esque portrayal. If you want your kids to value freedom over blind obedience to arbitrary authority, avoid this product. I agree. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is. Yeah, I like, do too.
0: That's a good it one. Is it is weird. But it is like... It's a clever way to like control your kids, I guess, like if it works. Mm-hmm. But it is we yeah, it is kinda weird.
1: Yeah, and I guess subversive. the song says that he knows when you're sleeping and when you're awake, you know. That's all kind right. of creepy. Also. Right, right. But this thing just kinda it does seem like a Santa surveillance device without a without a warrant. Right, right. Like Santa should <laughs> have to obtain
0: a warrant in order to put these in the houses. That would be really funny if it came with a warrant. <laughs> <laughs> and a uh, badge like a yeah a Santa badge I like it and this person says uh, this
1: is Sea Mom gives it one star and says you may not get what you want this is the she ordered it from Amazon and she says we ordered the blue eyed light skin elf I verified the description before ordering I got a Latino looking elf <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> no <laughs> <Here's>, uh, <laughs>
0: and this is one of those ones where like this was half the reviews i, lo- I love it i i wanted a specific mythical creature but i got a different <laughs> mythical creature
1: yeah here's one from ann who says ordered the fair-skinned blue-eyed received dark-skinned brown-eyed too late to return kids have already seen it
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah well hopefully your kids aren't hateful like you and can handle an elf that doesn't look like the elf isn't related to you. <laughs> like, I don't understand what the I don't big either. deal is. It's terrible. I don't understand
1: either. I what? personally
0: don't care, but my kids are racist. <laughs> so <laughs> oh, man. those are amazing. I know. Yeah. And I do. I, do,
1: I really don't want a, um, a colored uh, elf in my child's bedroom. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, because it, it's not creepy if, it, if it's a uh, benevolent white
1: elf. I want my elf to uh, resemble the, the look of a uh, serial killer. White male. <laughs> yeah. A pale white male <laughs> with glasses who sneaks into bedrooms.
0: It is so, that is so bizarre that there's that many people that yeah. give a shit.
1: Yeah, they're pretty upset. Uh, and then here's this, is a, this person, Gina, is, is upset because it comes with a book. You know, there's an elf on the shelf book. And then I guess the book explains that this elf is going to be watching you. Then you put the elf on their shelf, you know, and then they develop a comic. Uh, I lost you. She says, a one star book printed upside down. I purchased this for my two-year-old grandson. I wrapped it and excitedly gave it to him on Thanksgiving. All right.
0: <laughs> That's so weird.
1: <laughs> Unwrap your presents on Thanksgiving, only to discover that it was printed upside down. Very disappointed. Very embarrassing. Um, flip it over and read it. <laughs> <laughs> the words on the cover were upside down. Uh, very disappointed, says Dean. I ordered two for my new grandbabies. The description says, boy, light-skinned blue eyes. However, I received two dark-skinned brown eyes, boys.
0: This this elf is, a, a, is an employee <laughs> of Santa Claus. There's no reason it has to look like your child. No, not at all. It's It's even better and more convincing if... If it doesn't, in my opinion.
1: I don't know what would ever make you upset about it at all. (laughs) Because they're not even saying that. They're not even saying that it should look like their kid. They're just upset that it's uh, got dark skin. Uh, But that's all I got for Elf on a Shelf.
0: What you got? I already did what I got.
1: Oh, you got it. That's what you got? Okay, well, I'm being told that it's time for the break.
0: Our floor director. (laughs) Yeah is um telling us okay bruce yeah we get it bruce
1: (laughs) and cue the break welcome back to Toss Plissage. Toss Passage of course, stands for the one-star podcast with Scott
0: and Jeff. Who are Scott and Jeff? Not important. Not important at all. And uh, since we love acronyms, we're just going to start referring to the break as the B. <laughs> yeah.
1: uh, today's episode is sponsored by... The Tosposage Virtual Merch Table. The Virch Merch Table. Virch
0: merch.
1: It's Virch Love Merch it. that you go and you buy it on your computer. And uh, we've got a couple new exciting new items that are out right now. It's the the, the new T-shirts. Well they're not T shirts exactly. They're kinda like T shirts. They're the Tospa F shirts. Oh yeah, these are great. We got a great yeah. deal
0: yeah. on they're these like, shirts. Yep, they're like T shirts. But both of the arms are on the same side. Yeah, yeah. Our uh, our suppliers in uh, Bangladesh mm-hmm. not knocked a lot of money off the wholesale price of these F shirts. Yeah, and we couldn't be more thrilled. I think they're the perfect one star shirt for our Toss Passage yeah. die stars, the Dirty Dozen, forty nine ninety nine. Great deal. Oh, just in time for Christmas, everybody. Yeah. You know yep. what I would do? I'd buy two shirts. I'd wrap the shirt in the other shirt.
1: <laughs> that's a good idea. Some people are asking. So we got a question here. That's they like say, say, "Dear Scott and Jeff, what if my two arms are on the other side of my body?" And that's yeah. easy. You just flip the shirt around. Fully reversible. Oh, it.
0: perfect. Yep. God. We thought of everything. Yep.
1: And then uh, the perfect complement to those. If you're, you know, looking for something for that special lady in your life, it's the yeah. Tos logo
0: imprinted one-legged pant. Oh, very nice. Very nice. Is the logo run down the length of the pant? Yeah. The Tos was Okay. Yep. I like it. The one-legged pant. So it's it's kind of like a long skirt, but very, but very tight. I mean, very, very tight. Yeah. It pins your legs together. Huh? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, so those are available. Um, what an we, outfit! I mean, you gotta you gotta wear those together to uh, whatever whatever holiday balls or galas,
1: galas. Some people might not be into the F shirt, and for those people, we say started. F you. <laughs> and you know, we've also we also have designed a very special. P-shirt that comes, goes out, comes around and connects back into the shirt. So you could like reach through the long sleeve and come around and Ah, scratch your own belly button, whatever you want to do in there. Yeah. Your hand goes right up against your own belly back inside the main body of the shirt.
0: And we understand there are some members of the public who don't have bodies shaped like this. There there are people out there who have one arm on each side of their body. Mm Mm-hmm. We could also recommend a very good surgeon who will set you up with two arms on one side of your body. Yeah, and you could join the rest of us in the future. I
1: mean, if that's not a Christmas gift, I mean that's going above and beyond. But if you really love the person, yeah. These, we we ordered a uh, 100,000 of these shirts, so I'm hoping we ordered enough of these. Uh, it's time to check on some Toss massage news, Doug. If you have any news for us. All
0: right. I got some hot news just straight out of the press. Hot news. Uh, this is more of a call to action than news, but uh, yeah. I don't know if you've heard, you've probably seen it in the regular news, not just the Toss with Saj news. I know some of you go to other places to get news, but really all you need to do is listen to this podcast. We have mm-hmm. a news segment. All <laughs> right. This is it. Sure, we may only cover news that is pertinent to <laughs> Tospa Sage, but that's you know, that's the world you should be living in. Anyway, so uh there is a big review shortage on the internet and Kip and I have been you know, scouring the internet, scrounging around in the deep dark corners of the web, and we are plum out of reviews. So if you guys could just go ahead and start writing a bunch of reviews. Uh. You could use your real name, you could use pseudonyms, whatever, but just get, just get to trying products, trying restaurants. Now's a really good time, I understand, here in America to try restaurants.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just, just get out there into uh, crowded <laughs> chilies and let us know how it is. Yeah, especially with us going, uh, doing an
1: sh- hourly show once an hour. Yeah, when in 2021, yeah.
0: as you know, yeah, we were Bad starting timing. to do the show hourly, 24 yeah. hours a day for the entire uh, 2021.
1: Uh-huh. You were Oh, you were also mentioning something about, you said to me earlier something about the, there's some sort
0: of a hitch or something
1: with you obtaining the podcasting permits.
0: Okay, well, I got a phone call from a guy. Uh-huh. First, he told me that my social security number uh, was... Be- was being um, used to access funds in a bank, and I had to give him my bank account number. Um, And um, uh, well, anyway, so he calls me back, and he's now working at the FCC. And he lets me know that uh, you and I are delinquent on our payments for our podcasting permits. Uh Oh, And uh, you never told me this, Kip, so this is a little bit on you. Uh, I I had no idea we even needed permits to do a podcast and luckily, luckily this guy called me before we got shut down and I was able to give him um, the $10,000 in back fees that We owed to the FCC for our our permits, and so you owe me (laughs) $5,000. What what, what was this guy's name again? I think Greg Fishman is what he said. His (laughs) name was Greg Fishman.
1: I don't know. So I owe you $5,000. I don't know, man. I kind of feel like uh, we got a great deal. Only $10,000 for a podcasting permit?
0: Yeah, that's pretty good, right? I mean, they don't just hand them out to anyone. You can't just get a podcast. (laughs) No. And so we got right. very lucky that Greg Fishman from the FCC called us. And you know what
1: happens to people. You've heard the stories about what happens to people that podcast without a permit. Oh, yeah.
0: They bust in your door mid-podcast.
1: Uh, it's, I, I, I knew a guy that was doing a podcast, and he, was, uh, he let his license lapse. And he yeah. is uh, in the middle of a 30-year prison sentence. Yeah.
0: and po- you don't want to go to podcast
1: prison. <laughs> Trust me. Um, so I guess it's time to move on to our final segment. It's called "What Else You Got." Donald Sutherland is not here yet.
0: Let's replace him. <laughs>
1: uh, okay, so we're gonna we got a last second replacement guest today. Okay, so Doug, what else you got?
0: Here's what else I got. Okay, I looked up some reviews on Amazon for Scotch Brite Heavy Duty Scrub Sponges. <laughs> okay, nine scrub sponges stands up to grime. Exciting. And Car Wash, that's this person's name. <laughs> what a okay. unique name. It says deception of product. This is deception all the way. I thought I was buying square sponges. The photo shows them for sale as square sponges. <laughs> but these are curved sponges. Uh-oh. Horrible. <laughs> Cannot wipe up any countertop spills. Plus, they are awkward in handling and <laughs> using just to clean pots. Really lousy deal. Very disappointed. Again, just a deceptive practice of bait and switch. Shameful.
1: Yeah, I mean, I can't imagine trying to clean up a counter with a
0: rounded-edge sponge. Yeah, I mean, how do you get in those corners? It's impossible. It is really, fucking really liars. strange. It is really... Yeah, those fucking liars. It's scotch Bright. But uh I have the curved sponges, and they... The way they describe the curves, they make it sound like it's like a really st- tiny sponge in an <laughs> S, like you would see on a keyboard or something. Yeah. But it's just like a little bit of a curve, and both ends are still flat. Like Is it's the not curve
1: just for looks. It's, <laughs> What's the curve for? I have well, that's a good that's a like good a- question.
0: I don't know what purpose the curve serves. Um, what's the curve serve? <laughs> but <laughs> I, but it's also not something I would get terribly pissed about. If, it, <laughs> if I got, I would still. I believe I have curved sponges right now, and I, I, I get by just fine. You know,
1: <laughs> I have been lied to. I don't get that. I get angry like a, sometimes. You know, but these people I, yeah, are getting yeah. you know going like a berserk. Over sponge <laughs> shapes are kind of scary, right? <laughs> yeah. this is this is the most <laughs> a, the worst thing that's ever happened to them. Uh,
0: Kip, what you got? Still, what you still got? Um, toss with sage, toss with sage, toss with sage. Oh, I know. Today.
1: I know which one I had. This is a legit Christmas one, right?
0: Yeah. So go ahead.
1: Today, I was trying to watch the Cougs game.
0: They played. They played
1: Cal. The Cougs were playing, supposed to play Cal. And then the game got canceled like one minute before kickoff because a <laughs> bunch of Cal guys had COVID. Like their whole defensive line <laughs> or something had COVID. So it got canceled cool. one minute before kickoff and everybody went back into the locker
0: room. Ah, uh, everyone had f- football blue balls, f- foot yeah. blue balls.
1: Yeah, and I had recorded the game. So I sure. was a little bit late and I came back to watch the game and I was really excited. And I turned it on, and it was like a last-second replacement program that I had recorded. An
0: infomercial?
1: No, it was not an infomercial. Oh. It was a Christmas movie. It's called Noël. Well, is that is that the one with Anna Kendrick? No, I think that one might be spelled different or something, or a remake of this one, but probably not okay. a remake. But this one was. It's a. Uh, there's a uh, uh, Paul Walker is a young like a maybe New York City cop with an Italian accent. And uh, Alan Arkin runs into him and thinks that he's the reincarnated uh, version of his dead wife. So that's one of the storylines.
0: Do do Alan Arkin and Paul Walker kiss?
1: No, but it gets close. He gets real close to him at some point. And it's directed by Chaz Palminteri. (laughs) <laughs> awesome. Uh, here's here's a review uh, for from uh, Mae Viz, uh for this movie. She says uh, she's one star and says things. This movie has that I can't believe it really has. One, Robin Williams. Two, hmm. a plot about reincarnation. Three, a plot about a man trying to relive his best Christmas, which consists of him breaking a bone and spending Christmas Eve at a hospital. Four. Paul Walker and Penelope Cruz playing a couple with zero chemistry. Five, Susan Sarandon character, fucking a ghost god metaphor played by Robin Williams.
0: Oh, <laughs> so 10. that's how 80. Jesus was born.
1: <laughs>
0: um so Kip, what else I got? Oh, oh so well, Doug,
1: what Doug, what else you got?
0: Okay, here's another Scotch Bright sponge review.
1: Okay. We're this is an exciting Christmas episode. <laughs>
0: Um, this is from Amazon customer who says, "Seriously, aren't the pictures supposed to describe and show the product? Numerous pictures showed these sponges as being rectangular." <laughs> okay. Even Uh-oh. the Q&A asks the same question and it is answered, "Yes." Also gives the measurements of the rectangular sponges. I spent a lot of time online trying to find the rectangular ones as I can't stand these wussy and weird S-curve sponges who came <laughs> up with this design.
1: <laughs> I bet those sell really good too. The sleek, yeah, because people S-shaped don't even
0: sponge. think about it. They're like, oh, that's a sponge? Okay, I'm going to buy that sponge. Okay, here's, a, here's another one that is has uh, got a bit of a conspiracy um, <laughs> vibe. This is from I like Polly. That, I like
1: how much time she spends of her life looking reading sponge reviews I mean that's <laughs> for sure if if, you, if there's ever been time you're not getting back you know it's the time that you oh right the hours and hours you combed through sponge reviews <laughs> yeah that's, <laughs> who do you a, think that's a recipe
0: for happiness right there who do, you,
1: who do you think read uh the most sponge reviews this lady or you
0: me? Oh, definitely me. <laughs> I read. I read a lot of. Uh, did you well, did anything?
1: Did anything? I definitely
0: uh, lead the world in soap reviews. Read.
1: Is there, so For sure. Is there anything that everybody? You know, sometimes when you read a lot about the same one, you kind of come to a, realize there's a consensus of things. Somebody people are mad at. Did that pop? That that come out as being this curvature design?
0: Oh yeah, that, that was uh, one of the main gripes, yeah. was uh, the design of the yeah. the curved sponge, for sure. And a lot of the soap ones, the, the main complaint is, these soap bars are getting smaller. I don't know if anyone's <laughs> noticed, but pretty soon, they're not even going to exist. But as with the soap, a lot of people believe that they're getting counterfeit products from Amazon, and here's one that Polly writes about the Scotch-Brite sponge and says, I just bought these and compared them to a set I had bought at Home Depot. They are definitely not the same quality. The sponge part is stiff on all six of them, and it is supposed to be soft. The color is a lighter shade of green, too. You gotta get it wet. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It is supposed to be a dark green color, not a lighter shade. Lucky... (laughs) Lucky where I had he, an extra set
1: to put Where's he putting, s- where he putting <laughs> these on display? <laughs> <laughs> Color cord, say my sponges. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Lucky I you had an extra, trophy s- case. extra set to directly compare them to so I could be 100% sure about the quality. Either th- they were made this way and the manufacturer is different than other retailers or they have been used. All I am I very do- disappointed and won't buy again but
1: (laughs) that used uh, (laughs) trafficking of the used who's using them and then how are they collecting them back up again (laughs) i know or the company using them in like the factory and then in In the the quality
0: control (laughs) yeah yeah it's like don't throw that in the garbage (laughs) we got to repackage that but i do have a theory okay because reading these amazon reviews of products in this like home goods price range, you know, of zero to $20 or whatever you, you see a lot of one star reviews like this isn't the product I know and love. And (laughs) I do think that these companies are probably like saying these ones aren't so great. Let's not put these in stores. We'll send them to Amazon Mm -hmm. and, they they're just hoping that, you know, they'll be sent to someone's house and that that person won't complain, which is yeah. probably what happens 95% of the time. Right. But then these people are like, "Oh no. I'm not going to stand for this." <laughs> so, I do I do think like they're getting subpar products, but they're just like the the delinquent products that would normally be in what are they what are those shitty malls called? Uh, outlet mall. Outlet malls, yeah, it's like the outlet mall version oh, of a old, sponge.
1: The old, or the, or it's just like the uh, store in the outlet mall that's all sponges. <laughs> <laughs> that one, the Scotch Bright. <laughs> to the Scotch Bright outlet, it's next to the Quicksilver outlet, and the uh, oh yeah, and the Big Dogs outlet. Those are <laughs> yeah, my the big... number one. I've got a lot of complaints about Big Dogs, but my number one complaint is that there are no retail stores. <laughs> it's just an outlet.
0: Yeah, it's just outlet stores of the they big just, dog shirts. Yeah, they
1: just make crap and then sell it at the outlet store and pretend like you're getting a great deal on it.
0: I think it'd be fun to get everyone in my family some big dog shirts
1: for <laughs> Christmas. Stay, man. If you can't run with the big dog, stay on the porch.
0: <laughs> How did that shirt grow in popularity to the point that they're like, we got to open some stores? <laughs> I don't
1: know.
0: With just the big dog shirts, (laughs) I don't
1: know,
0: it is so strange. That's all they sell is big dog. Oh my god, this big
1: did you just find something (laughs) out about big dogs? We're doing some research.
0: (laughs) Here's uh, no, I just like I typed in big dog shirts, yeah, and and this uh, Etsy listing came up for a vintage 1990s big dogs t-shirt size large yeah. All right. neon. It's a beautiful shirt. It is. I mean, g- it is gorgeous. Okay. I would, I would rock this thing if it okay. weren't $219 <laughs> on Etsy. <laughs> that is Lord. quite incredible, but I'm going to send you this uh, link. It's hilarious. Oh, wow. Yeah, that thing is vintage. Look at that. That's beautiful. Something I would like to point out about this Etsy page is if you click on the page, the third picture down of the shirt (laughs) is someone wearing the shirt on an episode of Full House where John Stamos is singing with the Beach Boys. It might be one of the Beach Boys wearing the shirt.
1: (laughs) This exact shirt.
0: Well, Kip and I have not um, really taken this uh, route yet, but we are now starting a, a Patreon to try and get this shirt. So <laughs>
1: Here's the description of the item. These vintage late 80s, early 90s big dog shirts are becoming scarcer and harder to find. Bruce Johnston of the Beach Boys, you know, you know that famous Beach Boy Bruce Johnston, <laughs> uh, wore the purple version of this shirt on an episode of Full House in the early 90s. You know, our, um, our, our old roommate, Andy McDonald, would be yeah, the just gonna to say talk to about this. We should have him on just to talk about this shirt.
0: He's <laughs> right? he's got to he's got to uh, yeah he's got to keep an eye out for some big dog
1: shirts for us. He would be a very interesting guest though. We got to have him on for sure. He Andy McDonald because he he deals in the world of uh, you know uh, counterfeit and secondhand big dog shirts, uh, but also. <laughs> He is a like uh, very serious referee.
0: Oh yeah, that's true. That
1: probably gets a lot of bad reviews. He he sent he gave me one of his he one of his ref magazines.
0: The good thing about um, googling big dog shirt is sometimes you just get pictures of dogs and shirts.
1: <laughs> yeah, here's one that just says dogs make me happy, humans make my head hurt. <laughs> that's a beautiful one
0: Kip there's been some. I've been to ask you what else you got
1: oh man I got a couple of reviews from the Charlie Brown Christmas a couple of one star reviews Yeah, um, Wong Chi says uh, this is my first time seeing this and I hate it it's just Charlie Brown being picked on for 20 minutes then his friends do one nice thing I hate peanuts <laughs>
0: I'll have to watch it again through yeah. that lens I'm just ripping <laughs> on Charlie Brown him and then just getting bullied. And then here's a, uh,
1: this one will help. This one actually helps a lot. This is a good review. This was from uh, Anito123 who says, gives it one star and says, Warning, the
0: hair looks like pubes. Which mm. is true. That's the whole review. On, on what, his head? Charlie Brown's yeah, on head? on all
1: the people's heads. All their hairs look like pubes, I think.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like lines his when, hair looks like pubes. Do you think when Charles Schultz was uh, drawing the characters, he just kept looking down at his groin?
1: Yeah, or he modeled the characters first in like some sort of clay and used his pubes as the hair.
0: Oh yeah, that's probably what <laughs> happened. That is,
1: I'm guessing that's what happened. Uh, okay, it's time for anything else. All right, Doug. Lot no pressure, no pressure. Anything else?
0: No, I don't have anything else at all do kip do you have anything else for our christmas episode
1: i don't man i like uh, went pretty heavy on christmas in this one and uh i don't know i'm not even sure that i'm gonna uh i might be christmased out i might skip it this year
0: yeah no i uh this is this was my christmas recording this podcast it's been <laughs> beautiful remember folks to email us tosspassage at gmail.com send us a christmas email you know, just say Merry Christmas, Scott and Jeff, and we will send you the Christmas gift of a transcript of episode one oh four. And <laughs> if you're and you would also be the first person to email us. Still,
1: have you checked that email inbox recently? Anything? What about now? Anything okay. in there? Okay.
0: It says your bid on the big dog shirt has
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> what about on the spam? Look at the spam. Anything on the spam. Hold on. Yeah, come on. We gotta Uh, get some spam. Maybe all the all the fan mail accidentally got junked.
0: That's a that's a good point. Have
1: you did you accidentally set the account up to put everything in spam? Probably, yeah.
0: (laughs) Okay, we got um, we got an email from Instagram. They've updated their terms of use. Okay, that's good to know. Instagram. It's always good to hear from a listener. Uh, Instagram in this case. Really appreciate you reaching out. Uh, We'll be sending that transcript of episode 104 to Instagram headquarters.
1: (laughs) Uh, I think that's it for the show. Remember to rate the podcast. Like it or hate it, you
0: gotta rate it one star. Uh, Remember, folks, if you don't like this podcast, uh, try a different one. There's lots of podcasts out there. And have a merry little Christmas.
1: Did you get an apology from Donald Sutherland in the inbox? Uh, No. No. I'm worried about him. He'd never skip a podcast.
0: And a happy Christmas.
1: (laughs) What a a happy holiday. And I hope your holiday is filled with many, many magical Caucasian
0: Nordic elves. Elves. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Don't get one of those, uh, you know, Latino elves. (laughs) Uh, I think that's it for the show. Uh,
1: Okay. Apologies uh, to Donald Sutherland. He should apologize.